While it is apparent that we are on the verge of thermal nuclear world war, we at the Eldonzo and D Show would like to remind all the listeners to learn to stop worrying and love the bomb. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. What is going on here? I demand an explanation. This clumsy fool attempted to plant that ridiculous camera on me. That's a damn lie. I saw him with my own eyes. Gentlemen, this is outrageous. I have never heard of such behavior in the war room before. Boogie! Coming at you from the Sky Hammer Studios here on Cities 92.9. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. And like Mick and the Stone says, we're going to come around 12 with some Puerto Rican girls that's just dying to meet you. I am Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And boy, we got a hell of a show for you this week. Uh, the opener, I wanted to reference this real quick. If anybody's never seen it, that's from the movie Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. So, I thought that was pretty proper, considering the fact that uh, Russia has warships lining up around the United Kingdom at the moment. Did you get a chance to read about this? Uh, no, I did not, actually. I saw the whole, um, quote, assassination attempt. That was a couple days ago. Allegations. Um, yeah, so a couple drones crashed into uh, the Kremlin, which... Okay, so you got you got two sides of this thing. One of it is... Is Russia making this up just to have a reason to escalate this war? Or did Ukraine actually send drones to Moscow to kamikaze the Kremlin? Now, a lot of people say this is all, you know, Russian propaganda. They need to escalate the war. Now, if you remember back to these leaked documents, supposedly, that came out to the Jack Texiera kid mm -hmm. got... There was Tashera. Tashera. Thank you for yeah. correcting me. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you, you say potato, I say potato. Uh, Tashera, that he supposedly got these documents, and in there was evidence that Ukraine wanted to launch an attack on Moscow on the anniversary of the war. And, and the I, United I thought States it read, called them off. I thought it read that we. NATO was planning no, to join Ukraine, the offensive in May. Ukraine wanted to do it. Okay. This was a secret plan by Kiev to do this, and the Biden administration said, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, cool your jets here. You could start Third World War by doing that. So I would actually believe it. And, you know, if you think about it, if you're in Kiev's situation, Ukraine's situation, you know, uh, Vladimir Zelensky came out and said that, you know, they're there to fight the war on their land. They're not there to attack Russia. Well, I call BS on that. I think if they think they can do it, they're going to get away with it. I mean, after a year and a half of getting, well, almost a year and a half of getting the snot pounded out of them, I mean, there's going to come to a point. But then again, for Russia as well, how are they going to get out of this? They're going to need some kind of out with this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's anybody's guess at this point. I can guarantee you this. If that was a drone that came from Ukraine or drones, and they were provided by Americans, and they find American parts on there, I think that's going to be really, really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what, what I was referring to with the uh, Russian warships, uh, this is coming from London Loves Business News. Uh, headline, Russian nuclear warships are exercising around the UK and the North Sea with caliber cruise missiles preparing for war. I'm going to read a little bit of this to you. 
A Russian warship force consisting of five warships with two support vessels are exercising around the UK and also in the North Sea, and a senior British MP has warned that Moscow is preparing for war with Britain. The five warships are all carrying caliber cruise missiles, which can be fired from submarines that are used for anti-submarine and land attacks, which is the equivalent to a U.S. Tomahawk, and have a range of 1,500 kilometers and can travel at a speed of Mach 3. The Russian strike force consists of along with the tub Grabelsky and tanker Kama and the frigate Admiral Grigorovich. Was that right? Grigorovich. Grigorovich. Wasn't there a supermodel name? What was her name? I don't know. Pavliana Whatever. UK Defense Force said, told the Sun, we are aware of a small number of Russian vessels which are exercising around the UK and are monitoring the situation closely. So my whole thing with this, if you look at, so the Russians took over Zaporizhia power plant. Uh, they're, they're in the waters off the UK, perhaps to get submarine cables to potentially cut off power and resources to the UK. There's a lot of things they could do out there. This is pretty provocative that they actually got warships encircling the United Kingdom. Yeah. And it makes me kind of wonder uh, as far as the involvement of other uh, countries with Russia, i.e. China, North Korea, whatever, because um, there's no way that they would do this on their own accord, right? Like, right. Th there's no no chance that they're going to pop this thing off without knowing that they've got backup. I think it would be a, uh, a collective of all four of them, to be honest with you. Uh, Anyway, this goes on. Also off the British coast, Putin is using a ghost ship, which is mapping the North Sea to survey the UK's vulnerabilities in preparation for any major conflict and warn that Moscow is preparing for war against the UK. Excuse me. A lot of people call this saber-rattling. Look, everything is saber-rattling until they hit you with the saber. Yeah. Okay? So if I tell you, every time we talk on the phone, D's, I'm going to kick your ass next time I see you. And I tell you that, and I'm really mad about it. You know, I might just do that one of these days. Is that threatening? Yes, Bring it, threatening. Bitch. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, at some point, if I say it enough, I'm likely going to do it the more and more I say it. I don't know what point it's going to take Russia to do it, but we've, we're closer to nuclear war than we've ever been. Well, you could also use the uh, boy who cried wolf thing, too. I mean, if you keep making threats, whether it be verbal or by actions like this, um, eventually you've got to back that threat up. Other, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of it kind of falls in line with what you're saying. If, if you're going to, you know, talk to talk, you you better be ready to walk the walk. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And so, you know, people are saying, well, there's no way they'll launch a nuclear, a nuclear missile or a nuclear, you know, detonate a nuclear weapon because that would be the end of the world. Well, wait a minute. Look at who's running our country right now. All right. I wouldn't put it past him to if they did use a nuclear weapon in Ukraine, a surgical or a tactical nuke. Us they, or them? Russia. Mm. I wouldn't put it past our country to just sit back and be like, well, wait a minute. You know, it was just, it was just one of them. I, I'm serious. I wouldn't. I think they're calling our bluff with this stuff. Uh, I, I absolutely think they are. But the further we get into this damn thing with Ukraine, the worse it's going to get. There's no off ramp here. When they come in and tell Ukraine, hey, you know what? You're not, you, you're not part of NATO yet, but we want you to be. As soon as this damn war is over, we're going to bring you in as part of NATO. 
And that extends a NATO kilometer by what, 2,000, or the NATO border by what, 2,000 kilometers with Russia? Mm. What's Russia's, dude, what's their motivation to pull out of this? None. I don't know. I think it's, a lot of people say I'm crazy. I think it's going to get bad. I think somebody's going to do something stupid. There's too many balls in the air right now. Between this and, like I said, the Zaporizhia power plant, with which Russia is occupying at the moment, uh, they're talking they may lose backup power to that. They may actually sabotage it to cause a nuclear catastrophe so they can have a nuclear issue over there but declare that they haven't used nuclear weapons. There's just an awful lot going create, on. Create another Chernobyl? Yeah. And all it takes is somebody with an itchy trigger finger and bad information to decide that, hey, we need to launch counterattacks or we need to do a first strike because Russia's threatened or vice versa for that matter, any one of these countries. So be on the lookout for that. We'll be getting that stuff up on Facebook. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this doesn't kick off how I'm afraid it's going to kick off. So we'll be monitoring it. Uh, D's had a story. He actually got to me and thinks this may be a big issue. Dees, do you want to take this one? Uh, yeah, if you haven't heard yet, uh, we had a little issue in uh, New York City. Uh, what was this, Tuesday? Yeah, I believe it was Tuesday was when it happened. Uh, a Marine vet riding on a subway uh, ended up choking out a homeless man after the homeless man uh, began acting erratically and kind of yelling and screaming about how he uh, had nowhere to live, nowhere, no food to eat. And he didn't care if he was going to jail. Didn't, uh, by all accounts, didn't get physical with anybody, but was threatening. Was was kind of coming unhinged, and so this uh, marine, ex marine, I should say, just kind of came up behind him and uh, put him in a, a rear naked choke, locked in the old hooks with his legs, took him down and and choked him unconscious. Uh, held him there for a little while until they realized that he was not struggling anymore. And according to, I believe it's a transit authority guy that was there, said he, he pretty much released pressure, but still kind of held on to him for approximately 15 minutes while they waited on police and or EMTs, whoever the fact. And when they got there, they couldn't revive him. The man died. So, you know, my initial thoughts on this, and I just want to say, if you see the pictures, it's not telling that he's homeless by the pictures. No, no. He's he, not completely disheveled. It, it's... um. And then on the other hand, look, I hate to go back into this, but we don't know what kind of drugs he was on. If at all. but If, if at all. Yeah. we got to wait to see that come out. But I would say, first off, kudos to the Marine that took him down because he could have stopped him from doing harm. Look, if... if it's, it's, it is, it's a slippery slope. It is, but you know what? Who put that guy in that situation? When you put yourself in a situation like that with other human beings... They're going to do human being stuff. Yeah, his okay? uh, the the man who uh, died is uh, Neely Jordan Neely uh, was reportedly in the midst of a mental breakdown. His mother had been murdered in New York uh, a few years back, and like I said, he didn't get physical with anybody. And here's the thing, and we'll talk more after the break here. But the DA that is in charge of, of deciding whether or not this man is going to face charges, it's been ruled a homicide. Right. No charges have been filed as of yet. He was taken in custody and then released. But the DA that is in charge of this, none other than Alan Bragg, who Alvin. is under yeah, Alvin, whatever. Alvin uh, and the chipmunks. Yeah. Uh, he's under a lot of scrutiny, of course, over the whole Trump thing. And um, 
Well, he, I, I guess I should say, I didn't even say if you hadn't heard, the Marine was white and the homeless man that he killed was black. So we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about this when we come back after the break. We'll get back into it. Aldonzo and D's on Cities 92.9. Hey, D's here from the Eldonzo and D's show, welcoming you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. Go on over, check us out, give us a like, a follow, a share, drop some comments, let us know what you think. And we also post links to all of our uh, shows, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcasts. Facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. Now, let's get back to the show. Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We are back. This is the Eldonzo and D's show. I'm Eldonzo. I am D's. And uh, getting back to the story in New York City. A uh, U.S. Marine veteran accused of killing erratic New York City subway passenger Jordan Neely after placing him in a chokehold Monday will likely be arrest- arrested, experts have told Fox News Digital. Uh, after Neely, age 30, began ranting on the F train in lower Manhattan, the Marine vet dragged the mentally ill man to the ground. He's got schizophrenia uh, and held him with his arm over his neck for 15 minutes. And this was all captured on video. And... Um, the quote from this expert says, even if you're initially allowed to use force, it has to be proportional and a 15 minute chokehold. That's a pretty long time at the point that the threat is immobilized. You're no longer permitted to use force. So, like I said, it's a slippery slope. You can watch the video it was I believe it was on the New York Post. Um, there is I've done a, a limited amount, but a little bit of uh, jujitsu. And there is a big difference in a chokehold like what you would see on UFC or whatever when they cut off the blood supply and and you'll see a guy tap out or pass out. That is a, totally different from a complete cross-throat choke, which if, if you watch the video, he had him locked in pretty good, and that's when you restrict the airway. And again, until the, all the autopsy results and everything come out, we don't know for sure, but the speculation is that he basically crushed his larynx no oxygen was able to get to his brain and he died. Um, I think, and again, Alvin, 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 Bragg, Alvin yeah. Bragg is the DA in charge. And of course he's been under heavy fire after all the uh, well, he, Trump stuff. He's going after Trump for BS charges, but then he's letting his city deteriorate right. in front of him and not charging these people and not getting them not only in jail. Okay. But getting people like this, and I'm not saying he was committed a crime prior to this, but getting people the help they need and cleaning up the city. Yeah. And where it gets slippery, of course, is we have this Marine veteran is white and the gentleman that he uh, killed, hook or crook, uh, is black. Now, I I told Eldonzo uh, over text messages, I'm like, just kind of watch this story, because depending on how this goes, this could be a whole nother like, you know, what's the kid's name kyle rittenhouse type situation i don't think it'll quite get to that and i'll tell you why there was witnesses there when when anybody's put in a situation like that this guy is obviously out of his mind on whatever he's schizophrenic maybe he was on drugs we'll find out um that should come out excuse me whatever the reason people start to go into fight or flight mode absolutely okay and it's very human to do that and look when when you're in that mode this isn't a ufc fight you want to take that person down so they can't be a danger to you 
or anybody else. So I don't know if it's going to turn into the Rittenhouse thing. The guy didn't have a gun. This was obviously there's witnesses there. Everybody was probably freaking out. Once again, you put the human element into it. This guy's not a cop. If this guy was a cop, if this was a NYCTA officer or something. Oh, the city would already, it, be, it'd burning. already be burned. Okay? Already be burning. This guy was just, he was a strap hanger. He was riding. I don't know if he was, he was trying to get home or something. Yeah, I, he was I just riding the subway and yeah, saw this guy was, was acting. And like, he's you know. doing the Good Samaritan thing. And it's sad that the guy died. It's sad when anybody dies. But once again, you know, somebody walks on and puts themselves in that situation somebody's going to do something. I was actually in a similar situation like that uh, at the bar we used to uh, work at. We had the Christmas party, and this gal's husband, she worked there, was getting agitated to the point he was shaking, and he was starting to raise his voice, and you could tell like he was physically angry. And I said, hell with it. And I put him in a chokehold and brought him down. I didn't keep him there for 15 minutes. I yeah. knew the guy. I was just going to say, I spent... Uh, now, he didn't get physical, okay? Right. But he was going to get physical. I could, you could just tell when people are shaking. Yeah. They're so. Before so I get it. Before I bartended, I was a bouncer for several years, and I've literally choked people out before. And the only thing I will say uh, against this Marine vet is when you've got somebody. If you watch the video, he's got him. Like he has got him in a vice grip. I agree. You can tell when somebody is going down. Maybe you loosen up, you, you keep him restrained. So I, I won't be at all shocked if he's charged with like a negligent homicide type situation, which doesn't require jail time. I think he has to be at least charged with something, whether it Man, ends in probation or charge him with manslaughter, charge him with manslaughter. Yeah. This guy was trying to do the right yeah. thing. People was calling under this murder is way off base because it's not a murder. It was a situation that went that went wrong. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's as bad or nowhere near as bad as the George Floyd thing, because what that cop did was ridiculous. Um, but at the same time, I, I also know in my heart of hearts that that cop, I can't remember his name. Derek now, Chauvin was the it, name of the cop. Did um, not intend to kill no. George Floyd. Derek just, Chauvin didn't wake up and go, I'm going to go kill me a black man today. Right. He didn't do that. And, he had nothing neither, else. Neither did this Marine vet. So it'll be interesting to watch what unfolds over the next few days. So if you're in New York City. Uh, just and, just be careful down there, folks. And let's let's hope, and I've said this before, let's hope everybody keeps a clear head on their shoulders. They won't, but I've said this before. We The facts have not even come out yet. Yeah. We, we know a narrative or we know an outline of the story. We got to know the facts. Don't go burn cities and all this other BS when you don't know what's going on. Sit back, relax. If if the Marine vet's at, at legitimate fault, he's going to yeah. get... You know, he's going to get he will more than likely face some kind of charge. But I don't believe that he needs to spend, you know, any time in prison or any lengthy time in prison anyway for this, because he in his heart of hearts thought he was saving somebody. It Go, goes back to the thing with Alvin Bragg. You know what? Instead of going after this guy who thought he was doing the right thing, which he probably he could have. The guy could have, I don't know, had a knife. I don't know. We don't even know that if he had a weapon on him. Instead of going after this guy so hard that did the right thing, I got an idea. Clean up your damn city. Yeah, there's that. Prosecute the, the criminals. Hey, get out of here with that common sense stuff. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. This is the Eldonzo and D Show, and common sense does not belong on the Eldonzo and D Show. And speaking of New York City and all their, uh, all their genius, uh, this is from the Gateway Pundit. New York becomes first state to pass legislation banning use of natural gas for heating and cooking. Let me read that one more time so everybody can take this in. New York becomes the first state to pass legislation banning use of natural gas for heating and cooking. Um, 
It's amazing. Is this the, like instant or is this a? I'm what? I'm gonna let I no legislation's instant. This shouldn't be. Let me let me read through this. The Biden regime said reports claiming they were seeking to ban gas stoves was a conspiracy theory. Do you remember that? They're going after your gas stoves. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out they are. Chuck Schumer went out of his way to chastise those concerned, saying nobody's taking away your gas stove. Uh, Chuck Schumer's tweet. Uh, Shameless and desperate MAGA Republicans are showing us they will cook up any dis- cook up any distraction to divert from real issues the American people want solved, like the debt ceiling. Well, you're okay, Chucky, Chuck Stick. You're not going to solve the debt ceiling issue. You're going to make it worse. The Gateway Pundit reported that earlier this year, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said gas-powered stoves are a hidden health hazard, which they did. And the Gateway Pundit got chastised pretty good for this. If, if Folks, if you're listening and you don't go to the Gateway Pundit, you don't know about it, go to the Gateway Pundit. Some of the stuff's a little hit and miss, but they usually got stuff that you're not going to see in the uh, mainstream media. So now New York State is banning the use of natural gas for heating and cooking in some new buildings. According to the New York Times, the provisions will require new buildings to be constructed with only electric hookups for appliances and utilities beginning in 2025. The law will go into effect for buildings with fewer than seven stories beginning in 2026. The requirements will kick in for taller buildings by 2029. So it seems to me like they want to get them out of all the buildings. Would you agree, Dees? I read that as new construction will not be permitted to have those lines. Correct. So the- but that's... Yep, they're going to chip away at it, Slowly, chip away at it, chip yeah, away at yeah. it. And it's going to drive the price of everything I mean, up it too. could be... 60 years before all the they get rid of all the natural gas lines and stuff but but natural but still, gas is, is is burns clean though yeah i mean you don't get anything off natural i gas. hate cooking on electric stove well what's that going to do to the price of electric though when everybody's using it supply and demand it what about oh, those electric cars they're going to plug in speaking of electric right, real quick i want to say so i was reading about this that they're going to be cutting off the the natural gas for heating and it reminded the grids me can't handle what's going on now this, how are they gonna yeah, yeah this this reminded me of this and if you know the movie you know the movie what i'm cold here's some matches set yourself on fire <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that was uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon in uh, Grumpy Old Men. Uh, yeah, that just reminded me of that. And speaking of electric vehicles, Rivian's not doing good. Have you seen that? This is kind of, we kind of, this is an offshoot here. No. Uh, yeah, Rivian's really not doing good. Um, I don't think they're expected to make it to 2025. I learned from a former employee. Now, we're we are literally, what, f- four miles from the... I think it's closer to five. You're talking about from, from yeah, here from to Rivian? Yeah, right at, to right Rivian. at five miles to the silos, I believe. Yeah, five miles. Okay, so we're about five miles from the Rivian car plant here in Normal, Illinois. And uh, there is, if you go on the northeast side, like the road is White Oak Road, there is a whole line of vans. Have you ever seen these? The Amazon stuff? Yeah, yeah. Amazon vans. Just mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them. They're all scrap. What? They're all scrap. On the line they're not supposed to wear jewelry watches stuff like that they don't enforce that they don't have anybody there with the cojones to go down and actually control quality or safety or anything like that and they scratch up the panels okay but they weld all the panels together on those vans so if they scratch them up they scrap them so they got people running back there and taking parts off these vans and salvaging them 
I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's horrible. I've talked to so many people that work out there. So Rivian, the fart in the wind that it is, I don't think it's going to last that long. Which Well, I had at- heard that, of course, they signed that big deal with Amazon to provide all these electric vehicles. But I heard that Amazon has already basically ended that deal. Like the, whatever the initial order was, like they said that they weren't going to continue it. I don't know if that's true or not. That's... that's- as far as I know, that's true. And, oh, that flew by fast. We'll be right back to see Aldonzo and D show right on Cities 92.9. Donzo and D show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And you know what we need to get to? We need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Enviroseal. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, if you've got sinking concrete slabs, give those guys a call at 309-275-6303, and they'll come out there and pump those slabs full of their hot, thick polyurethane foam until they start to yell. And these, do you know what else they do? What's that? They insulate commercial and residential buildings with that spray foam insulation and make them bulletproof for like 100 years. Okay, I can't say bulletproof for 100 yeah, years. Easy on that. Yeah, Somebody's easy Somebody's going to get but shot. They're, they're going to sue us. But they're pretty damn good. So if you need uh, slab jacking, insulation, give those guys a call in Viruseal at 309-275-6303. Now, on to Tucker Carlson. Which just, just gets better by the minute. Megan Kelly made this thing about uh, Fox News told Bud Light to hold their beer. Like it's nothing. It's a bloodbath. And it, it actually is. So the 8 p.m. time slot on Fox News has lost more than half. More than half their viewers. And then the shows after that have lost at least a quarter or a third of them. So I'm not they're, surprised. They're, they're taking a major hit at Fox News. Um uh, this one just came out, and we've got audio for you. Uh, headline from uh, GP. Tucker Carlson speaks for all of us in latest Fox leaks. I'm just going to end up playing it. Uh, well, let's just do this. This is in between. I'm just going to play it for you guys. This is in between. This is during a show, but it's during a commercial break. So the mics are still hot, and they're still recording, but it's not being broadcast. So, and I got to see if I can find this real quick. Uh, Far Left Media Matters published another series of Fox leaks after Tucker Carlson parted ways with Fox. Latest leak only makes us love Tucker more, according to the Gateway Pundit. Media Matters goon Matthew Gertz posted more leaked videos of Tucker Carlson on Tuesday in an effort to harm the former Fox host, which it didn't work. Uh, So here it is. Matthew Gertz's tweet. Prepping for an interview with Piers Morgan, Carlson tells a host... If we're going to talk about sex, I'd love to hit some of the fine points of technique. Morgan replies, we can certainly talk about your sexual technique, especially after your tanning testicles last week, which <laughs> which Carlson hit in that they weren't his testicles. I don't know the story behind that, but but here's another one for you. We're going to pull this up real quick, and let's roll clip two. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. <laughs> just kidding just kidding cases being pulled off the bird yeah the bird hey media matters for america go f- yourself 
That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is, totally kidding, I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. Now, I haven't figured out whose girlfriend he's referring to yet. Uh, maybe that's in there and I just didn't see it. Well, Media Matters was... Uh, George the, Soros. Yeah. Yeah, George Soros funded Media Matters, which is, of course, left-leaning. Only the liberal media matters there. Yeah. Which George Soros is the devil. Um, even Satan said that on her show a couple months back, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He says, George Soros is far too evil to be me. Yeah, I miss that guy. Yeah, we we need to we need to bring him back, I think. We need to see if old Satan can do another call in. I, I bet he could. Speaking he's of he's that, got nothing but time. We we need to take we need to actually check with somebody else from the radio station that supposedly donated to I Satan. saw that. I was just gonna say, you know, that we we uh He's probably spending uh spending some money that <laughs> the fake Cat Peterson donated to him. Yeah, that was uh that was that was kinda funny, but it was kinda bad too. I kind of felt bad for her a little bit. She's very religious, and obviously some lefty got to her. And- yeah, but I, I agree with what you said to her. You just, they're trolls. Let them go. Like, there's so much I want to say on that, that Facebook oh, I, page. I agree. Said, man. I agree. That's the local radio show. City's 92.9. You can hear us there. It's the Aldonzo and D show. Just talking about some foolish monkey shines that go on. There's one more thing about Tucker Carlson, and I'm surprised this hasn't blown up yet. Look. I'm going to read you the story. I get I I get what he's saying, and D's you're going to understand it too. We're going to be we're going to be honest about this and have an open dialogue about it and what we think. Was it the right thing to say? No, but was it on a private text? Yes. So this Dominion leak, they're trying to leak anything bad about this guy they can. Yeah, this is Fox trying to make him look ba- look bad so that exactly. they don't look so bad for letting him go. Exactly, and, and I guess this was one of the straws that broke the camel's back, but. Look, honestly, if this is the worst you got, it's really not that bad. It's only as bad as you want to make it. So this is another Gateway Pundit headline. Latest Dominion leak. Tucker Carlson texted about white men fighting Antifa and his own humanity and personal growth. And fake news media wants you to be outraged for some reason. So let's go down to the text. Um, this He sent this to, I believe it was his producer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is... This is let me make sure I got this right. Okay, this is this is actually what he texted. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching a video of people, this is Tucker Carlson, of people fighting on the streets in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living expletive out of him. It was three against one at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. Yet suddenly I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him harder, kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. Then somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. The Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, much as I'm sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. I should be bothered by it. I should remember that somewhere, somebody probably loves this kid and would be crushed if he was killed. If I don't care about those things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? Now, this wasn't a statement that Tucker Carlson put out publicly. This is a private text exchange. Okay? Yeah, I, I'd say that it's a, a fair assumption that a lot of people out there have had these kind of inner thoughts. Uh, again, probably shouldn't have sent it in a text message to somebody. Um, right, but he sent it to, I believe it was his producer. Yeah, it's... Uh, should he have said it? No, um, but do I fault the guy for for 
putting out what he did? No, not really. Because like I said, I, you know, we're all human beings. I think we've all had these kinds of thoughts before, um, whether they can be construed as racist or hateful or whatever, like everybody well, when, when has we, these inner fights, you know what I mean? When we were growing up and, and Tucker's a little bit older than we are, when we were growing up, there was a term and I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not going to say, say it. Okay. But I'm just, just be honest. A term was mighty wide of you. Yeah. And a lot of people said that and it wasn't, I still say it. <laughs> I mean, it's just an old term yeah. that, okay, maybe it is a racism thing. Maybe it does mean, Hey, that's a white, Hey, thanks for being white to me. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I never really thought about it, actually. Um, maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's not. But there was a lot of connotations about that stuff. And it's not how white men fight. It's something that you would have heard when we were kids. Yeah. It would have been used by the general public. Yeah. yeah. No, he grew up in that generation that, you know. There's nothing here that says he's overtly racist. He said the wrong thing in a private text and somebody found it. My point is, if this is the worst thing they can find, and then it's almost like he... He redeems himself superbly throughout this whole thing. Yeah, he like I said, he's he's having this inner dialogue, which he then transcribed to a text message to somebody. But he's basically describing what is going on in his head and how you know he was feeling this way. But then he himself had an epiphany, like I you know I cannot lower myself to that level. It's it's hard for me to go after to to not be able to stand up for Tucker Carlson when you got. Uh, Senator Robert Byrd, who was a darling of the Democratic Party, that died, I believe, back in 2003. Clinton loved him. Obama loved him. Uh, Biden loved him. And he was a former Klansman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He redeemed himself. That was good enough. He he changed his ways. Uh, then you got Biden repeatedly saying the N-word during a hearing like it was nothing. Did uh, Did you see him on Daily Show, by the way? Well, uh, Which one? Biden? Yeah. No, I did not. No. Oh, okay. Why? Uh, Cal Penn was the host this week. Oh, they got the rotating panel. Yeah. You know who Cal Penn is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kumar. Yeah. Yep. From Harold and Kumar. Right, right. Uh, I didn't realize. I learned that Cal Penn is gay. I did not know that. I never knew that either. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was interviewing him and they were talking about the whole gay marriage thing and how he's in it. And uh, Biden said that. He remembered it vividly that when he was he was twelve years old he saw Joey they're in love yeah that's that, that's so that, BS they even proved that when his dad supposed fifty five no, two dudes were never seen in public kissing in nineteen fifty five no the whole story's BS just like he's rode a million miles on Amtrak he did that again uh, yeah he had told him that story dude, and I dude, the, dude. the point I'm trying to even if even if you did see that okay no man. Who in the 1950s was born, I believe, uh, Tucker, or not Tucker, but uh, Biden's dad, I think I looked it up, was like born in 1910 or 11, something like that. There, I just cannot fathom up there in the, the Northeast happen. somebody being that acceptive. It didn't happen. Of, of a homosexual they, they couple. They figured out where he was supposedly dropping him off at, the buildings. One of them didn't exist until the 80s. So Joe Biden's making, and he walked, what, like nine miles to school where his dad dropped? Anyway. Uphill, both ways. Eldonzo and D's. We'll be right back on Cities 92.9.
Hey, this is the El Donzo and D Show coming back at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And just as always, we're bringing you the what the kind of news. So <laughs> the United States military can't not figure why their recruitment is down. They can't figure out why Bud Light sales are down. <laughs> they can't figure out why Nike sales are down. Uh, this is Fox News Critics. Excuse me. Critics explode over U.S. Navy's use of drag queen to solve recruiting crisis. Uh, titled What Not to Do. Uh, they lambast the U.S. Navy Wednesday over its use of a drag queen influencer to help persuade new recruits to join the military amid a massive recruitment crisis. So the U.S. Navy. All right. This is like, the, you know, in the Navy, you can get down on your knees in the Navy or whatever it is. There we go. Yeah. Shake it, D's. Yeah. I don't see the big deal because queens have been promoting the Navy since 1979. <laughs> okay, they weren't queens. They were just very masculine macho men. Not macho, drag queens, macho. but a queen in the... You, did you know you, what I mean? Did you know that the uh, the, the the singer, the, the lead Which singer... Which one? The, the African-American one. Okay. Was not gay. Everybody else was. He was not. He was not homosexual. I bet that was an awkward pitch meeting. <laughs> hey, he put. Hey, pulled it off good. Say, hey, bro, what we're gonna do here is, uh, it's gonna be you. Hey, like like and, I said, and, and then it's gonna be five gay guys. Hey, like, like I said, you're close. I don't care 80, as long as them checks clear. Eighty percent of gay men were born that way. The other twenty percent were sucked into it. <laughs> uh, so news broke earlier in the day that Ye- that yeoman second class Joshua Kelly, who goes by the stage name Harpy Daniels and identifies as non-binary, was a digital ambassador in the Navy's pilot program. Candy bar. Candy bar. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes Sometimes you don't. don't. The Navy's pilot program to attract new recruits. The revelation set off explosive reactions from lawmakers and former members of the U.S. military alike. Uh, What do you think of him? I think he's a dude. He's not passable. That picture is somewhat passable. I'm not saying, you know, he's... Supermodel-esque, but I've seen far worse. Let's just put so, it that okay, way. Okay, so, so let's 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 break this down for everybody. So the U.S. Navy, just like the Marine Corps, just like the, the Army, uh, just like the Coast Guard and all these, they're having troubles recruiting people. So they go, I got an idea. What will really make somebody want to join the Navy and be on a sub with 150 other guys is let's show them that we're transgender and we got drag queens in here. What the hell are they thinking? <sighs> This this can't be good for the those that are already in the navy because let's be honest the the navy has been the mili- always yep the military's uh, little brother stepchild whatever you know everybody when I was in the service me too what were you in I was marine I was an army I was in the navy yeah like, you know it's just it, it's funny and and fitting but so representative jim back jim banks republican indiana had, had this to say woke partisan officials are projecting weakness abroad and divisiveness at home the recruitment shortage is a serious crisis that we must address with serious solutions tiktok videos of drag queens are just making a bad problem worse and they absolutely are because if i was xi jinping right now i'd be i'd be knee slapping <laughs> all right dude they're trying to china is trying to masculinize their pop their male population so much and here we are, got, oh, come on out here, everybody. Join the Navy. Let's yeah. go paint our fingernails. Jeez, these people are just a military. 
the only thing that I somewhat disagree with on this is the article. Um, I believe it's the one on the pundit talks about how um, they're saying that people that this generation is not joining military forces because they've it's become too woke. But see, I don't I don't necessarily buy that. I think that maybe there are some that would feel that way. But what I feel more is the true cause is, and this may upset some people, but it's a fact the generation of kids coming out of high school by and large are a bunch of sissies yes. raised by a bunch of sissy woke parents who, you know, safe spaces and participation trophies. Nobody comes out, you know, I won't say nobody, but the days of, you know, all these guys graduating high school, wanting to be a badass and go to the military is over. You got all these guys. Well, I want to be a video game streamer. I, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. They I want to play wanna... esports. Hey, I wish I would have got into it a long time ago. I'm not lying. <laughs> That's actually amazing. I, I've knocked esports yeah. in the past, but it's actually become a big thing. Oh, no, but you're absolutely right. We're raising generation of sissies yeah. right now. I, I think it's more that than it is that, oh, it's too woke. I think that's some of it. I can tell you this. I've talked to a lot of people who've gone in the military that aren't woke, but that's their big concern going in. They really want to do this. A lot of young folks, they really want to do this. They want to serve their country, but their big concern is how damn woke it's gotten in there. Yeah, no, I think that it's it's a part of it, no doubt. But I think the bigger part of it is is that we just, we're raising it. I I won't say we, because I was smart enough to not have kids. But yeah, I said it. like the, the the kids that they don't want to do trades good you didn't have any kids you're telling me you know the trades are slowly dying for the same reason these kids coming out of school today don't want to get their hands dirty they don't want to work hard well here's the other thing too we're not teaching our kids about patriotism we're not we're not teaching them about the value of this country right we're not so what's their motivation to go in and be a patriot and serve their country it's it's almost non-existent my son's going to the marines he leaves on uh, June second. He's eighteen, and uh, he he's he's gonna be a, he's gonna be Semper Fi all the way, which I'm happy for him. But I got my reservations about it. The recruiters, of course, lied to him like they lied to everybody else. He's I think he's starting to figure that out now. But I got my reservations because you know my son. He's not woke. Right. He's complete opposite of woke. Uh, so yeah, you know Dan Cranshaw to wrap this up. So maybe the Navy should talk to Bud Light Marketing and exchange notes about what not to do. So we got the Navy, we got Nike, we got Maybelline. That's another one. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's <laughs> another one that got on the uh, uh, Dylan Mulvaney bandwagon. We're going to cover here in a little bit on the show. If you're just not tuning in, this is the Eldonzo and D show. Uh, we bring you all kinds of fooly monkey shines from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. As Dees likes to refer to us, we are the redheaded stepchild of Cities 92.9. Uh, we, we got another story for you, which I'm a little bit surprised this made headway because it reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> uh, McDonald's franchise employed 10-year-olds without pay, Labor Department says. Three McDonald's franchise operators are facing more than $212,000 in fines after Labor Department investigators discovered that hundreds of children, some as young as 10 years old, were working illegally. Well, you know what? This day and age, lucky they're working illegally yeah. and not being molested. At least they're, they got some work ethic. Give those kids a medal. Little bastards need to stop complaining. Uh, The three franchisees in question, franchisees in question, Bauer Food LLC, Archways Richwood LLC, and Bell Restaurant Group LLC currently operate 62 McDonald's locations across Kentucky, Indiana, Maryland, and Ohio. 
went back to Ohio. During an investigation, officials with the department's wage and hour division discovered that more than 300 children were working longer hours than legally permitted and performing tests that are prohibited by law for young workers. Now, wait a minute. Kind of goes off the rail here. Bauer Food LLC claimed that the 10-year-olds were children of a night manager and were visiting their parent at work. The operator further claimed that any work that was done was not authorized by franchisee organization management or leadership. Archway Richwood... Archway's Richwood LLC, which operates 27 McDonald's locations, hired 242 miners between the ages of 14 and 15 that worked beyond the allowable hours, the Labor Department said. The franchisee is facing $143,566 in civil money penalties for their child labor violations. Uh, The people that are actually slapping the violations on them had to stop for a little bit. There were so many violations. So they could place their order for more Nike shoes from China, which are being built by five-year-olds for rice. Yeah. This, this, you know, my dad worked me like a Hebrew slave when I was a kid. All of us. Yeah. It's, it's overblown. No doubt. It's absolutely overblown. Only thing I question is, is what are you doing with your 10 year old at McDonald's at 2 AM? Maybe they didn't have a baby. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do you, what do you, what given, you the, say? given the cost of childcare, I, I guess I can't really. Blame you know, them given so the cost of that, a Big Mac, if they can figure out anything to too. make that cheaper, if you got to have little kids in there, get the get the whips and start whipping them. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. We got to do something. What do you got? We got a little bit left. These in this segment. What do we have left? We got about that much left. Oh, so not much at all, huh? Oh no. Uh, let's see. What do I got? What do I got? Um, did you read about the cruise line that uh, is is under fire for putting a dead body in the uh, drink I, you know, cooler? I didn't tell us because I didn't read the whole story. Yeah, basically, th- this old man had a heart attack and died on a cruise ship, and they, you know, the woman in her, I believe, eighties or seventies, something like that, uh, didn't want to get off the boat and wait in a foreign country while they did an autopsy and transferred everything back. So, like, we'll put him in the the morgue. And take him off when we get to port. Well, it turns out that the morgue was out of service, and they ended up stink- sticking him in the wine cooler. Sorlet people! Yeah, so she's suing, and and rightfully so, but, uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit more uh, after these uh, commercial massages right here on Cities 92.9. The news and talk of women to normal. Aldonzo and Dees will be right back. Hey, we're back on Cities 92.9. This is the El Donzo and D Show. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we got more shenanigans for you. We're coming into the... We're, we're in the second hour of the show right now, and it's flown by. What do you think? Absolutely. I think it's gone pretty smooth. Well, I think it's gone pretty smooth. The listeners are going to determine that and determine if they want to tune back in next Saturday. Speaking we, of which... Yes, sir. I just wanted to shout out our followers on Facebook. We just crossed the 500 follower threshold which you know small potatoes by and large but we well, are we're a new show we're well, a newer show. well we're not new but this platform is new yeah our growth over the the course of the last couple of months have been really good and so shout out and a big thanks to everybody that's following us on facebook and if you're not then stop what you're doing and go on facebook.com slash eldonzo d's and give us a follow we post all kinds of funny memes and show links and all that stuff there so 
and we got opinions and stuff like that. We share some of the news stories that we have going here. I like how you have to say uh, facebook.com or dot forward slash. Look, Aldonzo and D's. There's no other Aldonzo and D's. Yeah, just search Aldonzo. I'm just saying, and D's. if but you yeah, could literally, specific. that's the specific uh, username that you can search. So we're in the second hour. Kind of open this up a little bit. D's, how was your week? Not too bad. Uh, like I said, last week had the NFL draft and. For the first time that I can ever remember, I'm absolutely ecstatic about like every pick that we made. So I'm very excited uh, for my Pittsburgh Steelers coming up and football season can't get here soon enough. Groovy, groovy, groovy. That's awesome to hear. Uh, you know what? We, You made a good point about this on one of the comments on one of our posts. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't live in our head. He can't live in our head when he's being shoved in our face every day. This Bud Light thing, and I'm going to give a shout out to my good friend, Nicole. Uh, we said last week on the show, I said this, I don't know what you said, that I think it was tapering down. I think it was starting to plateau the, the boycotting of Bud Light because I surely thought that this was going to get out of the way in the first couple of weeks. And then you'd see, okay, they lose 25% or 26% of business. It's continuously getting worse. Right. It's more people are catching on that may not watch the news or may not be as immersed in conservative politics or just general news to begin with. And people are going up to people that are drinking Bud Light and telling them about this, and they're literally setting down their Bud Light and grabbing a non-Anheuser-Busch product, which I think is great because it's making a point. So we had this story out of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, headline, ouch, Costco is almost giving Bud Light away while Coors and Miller Lite pallets are empty in Sam's Club and Anheuser-Busch pallets are full. Uh, Sam's Club in Port Huron, Michigan. A video shows completely untouched stacks of unsold Anheuser-Busch products, including Stellar Artois, Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, and Budweiser. Meanwhile, the Coors Light palette is completely empty, and the Miller Light palette has only three cases on it. And we have the video right here to prove it. On Sunday, conservative commentator Ryan Fournier shared a photo on Facebook showing that Costco had drastically slashed the price of their Bud Light 36 packs. Check this out. Normally they're at 30 bucks. Now they're at $14.97 for a 36 pack. Wow. 36? 36 pack. I didn't know they made a 36 pack. I didn't pack. either, but they're probably not going to make oh, it for wait. much, long, it's much Costco, longer. Costco, right? Yeah, it's it, Costco. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for 15, half? They've slashed it in half, and these people are saying, it's no big deal, it's not this, this. That one guy got on there, and uh, I was kind of in an argument with one fella about Bud Light's sales are up 8% over the whole year. Well, look what's happened in the past month and a half, dude. I've, that, I've, th I've known that kid, the guy kid. I've known him since he was like 14. Yeah? yeah. Has he always been that stupid? <laughs> um, anyway. Well, that's you own a business. You know how to look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't tell that stuff. Uh, you Guess who else is giving away free Bud Light, pretty much. This is from Fox. Anheuser-Busch gives away free Bud Light to make amends to distributors after Mulvaney controversy. This is... Look, nobody can tell me right now that, that Anheuser-Busch is skating through this. They're in damage control. Beer giant Anheuser-Busch is trying to salvage its relationship with Bud Light distributors who faced angry customers after the brand partnered with transgender social media influencer, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney, or whatever the... the person's name is the beer maker ignited a firestorm last month when it celebrated mulvaney's 365 days at girlhood by sending mulvaney custom-made cans featuring the influencer's face 
Since then, Bud Light in-store sales have dropped 26% during the week that ended April 22nd. The beer giant had also seen its market value decrease by $5 billion in recent weeks. To combat those losses and its tarnished reputation with customers, the country's largest brewer is trying to make amends with wholesale distributors who suffered from the controversial partnership. These, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, they're trying to put out the fire. So... One thing that stood out to me, and I got this, uh, I got this text from a friend of mine, and she sent me this letter that was. This is from Decatur, Illinois. Uh, guy's name is John Skeffington, and uh, it's uh, Skeff Distributing. I'm gonna read it to you real quick. So you got to remember the distributors, the drivers, the salesmen. They're hurting. Their pocketbooks hurting. Those are the only people I feel bad for. Right. They didn't ask for this. Yeah. Okay. So he writes, and he sends this out to, I presume, his customers. An open letter to clarify the Bud, the Bud Light controversy. A lot of chatter on social and news media has consumers upset with an incident concerning a can of Bud Light. What was a six-pack? The viral post was not a political statement. Okay. And the single can was produced by a third-party ad agency, not Anheuser-Busch, and it was never intended to be in the market, nor is it in the market. It was, however, a lack of oversight on the Bud Light marketing team. That situation has been addressed, and the Bud Light brand team has new leadership. The importance of that decision means the voices of upset consumers have been heard loud and clear. Those responsible for harming Bud Light and AB are no longer able to do so. Please Th buy my beer. They're, they're desperate to get their beer sold, and I don't think it's going to work, because I'm still sticking by this. and I've been, I wouldn't say I've flip-flopped, but I've changed my tune a little bit. Until they make a formal apology for this and put Riley Gaines on commemorative cans of Bud Light, I'm just going to keep drinking my Miller Light. No, that's the, the problem that's is. Not happen. I know, I know. But the problem is, people think they have to drink a certain kind of beer. They've drank it all their lives, dude. I don't care what beer it is. Once you there switch are over, far and, better beers out there than Bud Light. I agree. Even Bush Light. Yeah. Once you switch over and drink a different beer, if you're drinking Bud Light or Bush Light and you switch over and drink Miller Light for three days, it's going to taste the same. Yeah, no. And I, I think that's one of the issues they're going to have is people are going to get used to this in these couple of weeks of protesting. Now a month now. My father's been a beer drinker for a long, long time. And through the years, he has just one day switched brands. Um, and, and even worse is he's always drank cheaper beers like i've seen him go through uh milwaukee's best old milwaukee light he's been on bush light now for probably longer than i've ever seen him stick with a particular brand um and yeah th that's the way it works is you, you stick by a brand for a long time and then eventually uh, hey this is on sale i'm gonna try that and then right it all especially if you're in the same price range there's very little difference in the tastes of beers. See, I disagree. I think there is, but but getting over that taste. You know I'm a beer drinker. I like beer. I've drank all kinds of beers. Miller Lite, drank Pabst. I love old Milwaukee. A lot of people, old Kilwaukee, a lot of people give me grief about that. Uh, since we're kind of talking about this thing, because the transgenderism thing, in my opinion, is being weaponized uh, just to divide America. Yep. Just to pit people. I mean, you're talking about 0.09% of the population. What is going on here? You actually had this one. Do you want to go ahead and read this off? Sure. Emerson College adds period products to men's restrooms, meeting a group's demand for <clears throat> menstrual equality. Oh, my God. I'm fudging. It's my first fudge. Look at this, guys. <laughs> Stop. 
from Fox News, Stupid. yeah, Emerson College will provide menstrual products in all of its bathrooms, including men's and general neutral. Where are they going to put them? Yeah. Where are they going to put them? Really? <laughs> it, where, where, they got hemorrhoids. What's it, going on here? In response to lobbying from a campus group that, in its own words, fights for inclusivity, menstrual equality, and the destigmatization of menstruation and periods, a Change.org petition started by the group at Emerson Flows. In April 2020, I'm just reading the story. Uh, April 2022 called for the change to take place before presenting the approximately 400, 400, just 400, not 400,000, 400 signatures to push had amassed to the vice president of student life, Jim Hope. We are Emerson, Emerson Flows, an advocacy and education-based organization dedicated to fighting for inclusivity, menstrual equality, and the destigmatization of menstruation and periods. Dude. It continued. Menstruators cannot control when and where their periods occur. It can happen anytime, anywhere, and it will not help them any if the nearest bathroom to their classroom is a bathroom that does not dispense period products. They don't have a vagina. They can't do that. Well, what? But see, here's the thing. What they're, they're this isn't a trans thing. This is saying that if a female is having a period and she's not near the women's room, she can run into the men's room and grab something. Most they put them together. I would like to think that most women, females, whatever out there, are intelligent enough to know um, when approximately their cycle is. So I don't know. I haven't met no. too many that don't carry a couple of emergency no, ones. No, you know? this, 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 this. I'm telling you right now. They started putting tampon dispensers in males' bathrooms a year ago or two years ago. This, this is BS. I don't buy that for so so that so the chick can make it to the nearest bathroom. You you just served a valid point there. They yeah. know. They always yeah. carry some tampons. I mean, there's an them. occasional, you know, premature or even late, whatever, but. You know, usually I haven't met too many women that don't uh, keep one in the chamber, this, so to speak. This is the same thing about that school about a year ago. Put a litter box in the girls' restroom for the the, the dingbat kid <laughs> that probably should have been drowned that thought she was a cat. So they put a litter box in one of the stalls. A litter box. Joe Rogan was talking about this. What the hell's wrong with these people? Get psychiatric help. Don't. That's like I said. If somebody's flying around being a plane, you let them be a plane long enough and call them a plane. What happens when they get on top of a building? Yeah, I just love that they call they them crash. menstruators. Menstruators can't control when and where their periods occur. This is Eldonzo and D's, and Eldonzo ain't happy right now. We'll be back on Cities 92.9. Don't forget, download the Cities 929 app available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store. Listen to us live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. That helps our metrics out. That is Cities 929 app available on both major platforms. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is the Aldonzo and D Show coming back at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Dees. And you know who had a really bad week? Is that Kareem Jean Pierre? You know uh, the first French press secretary for mm -hmm. the White House. I won't. I, I refuse to refer to her as the first black lesbian press secretary. She's obviously French. Uh, her grandfather was Jean Luc Picard. If you've ever heard of him, you're kidding, right? No, sir. Yeah, I'm kidding. It was a joke. Oh. I tell you, a tough crowd up in here. Right, yeah. You need better material. Well, you? I thought it was it was too good. It went right <laughs> over your head. Uh, <laughs> Kareem Jean Picard roasted for claiming illegal immigration is down ninety percent. 
Liar. She had, how, how, uh, Eldonzo's at a loss for words here. I don't know how anybody can, can claim this. Uh, this is from Fox News. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre was eviscerated, well, no S, Sherlock, by Twitter users after declaring that illegal immigration was down by 90% since implementing President Biden's immigration policies. What do you mean? Just open up the borders, let everybody come through that wants to? Which has basically been going on for the last two they're, years. They're, the cities are overrun. You've got uh, Eric Adams in New York, and you've got Lori Lightfoot, who's still the, go- the, uh, the mayor of Chicago, saying uncle to Texas to stop shipping them up here. We can't handle them. And it's down 90%. Yeah. During Monday's press conference, a reporter questioned John Pierre on how Biden plans to deal with illegal immigration. Yeah. You know why it's down 90%? Because they're only stopping 10 out of every 100 that come across the border (laughs) in a mad rush. That's why they get that claim of it's down 90%. Yeah. Well, that's because the other 90 just ran past you. (laughs) Just, just don't look and it didn't happen. Yeah. into their free apartments and free health care all that well they, it, it ain't free to us but it's it's have you, i drove through texas last year never been to texas you never been this beautiful country well, it was it still is i like yeah. texas if i could ever relocate to texas i would uh except for this thing that there's just they're crawling with illegal immigrants nobody speaks english they're all they're literally all over the place yeah this, and you this, can't even say that they're mexicans you know i mean yeah a lot of them are but they're coming they're, a lot China. of them come, China. We talked about this. Why a few weeks ago. are they coming from China? Why it's are they easier going, to get in that way? Easier to get cheaper. in that way. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. They're coming from. Uh, they're coming from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. They're coming from all over the place. They know if they can get to Mexico, they can come right into America and we'll, yeah, let them yeah, on in. Come on in. So meanwhile, so just kind of an A side to this before we get into any more about Karine Jean Pierre. Uh, we are currently right now pumping. I think it's about 120 billion dollars into Ukraine so they can secure their borders. Yeah, must be nice. What about our borders? Yeah. We, we have an invasion going on here. Uh, so anyway, during Monday's press conference, a reporter questioned a reporter questioned Jean Pierre on how Biden plans to deal with illegal immigration. The press secretary insisted that Biden has already put forth efforts to address the broken immigration system, which of course was handed to them. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing the jerk motion here. Yeah. On his first day in this administration, and touted his alleged successes. I'm going to play this for you, folks. Let me, okay, roll clip three. On his first day in this administration, the president put forth a comprehensive immigration legislation. Uh, and that's to show how seriously he took this, uh, how important he, un- how he understood that the system had been broken. It needs to be modernized, be, uh, be moved to the 21st century. And so this is something that the president has talked about. Uh, he uh, has asked Congress uh, to take action, Republicans in Congress to take action and to take and to work on this in a in a bipartisan way. He's going to continue to do that. In the meantime, uh, he's put forth uh, some, he has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal with the immigration system in a humane way uh, and in a, in a way that is, uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border. And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has, it has, um, it has, uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. But we know. There's no way. There's, I like there's... how she keeps talking rapid fire so that nobody can interrupt and say that she's a liar. Dude, dude I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, 
Beethoven heard that, okay? Okay? <laughs> There's no way you can miss it. It's brought it down, come down by more than 90%. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. There's no way. And did you know, so Title 42, here's another one uh, that kind of ties into this. Senate passes bipartisan bill to override Biden's handout to Chinese. Oh, nope. That was, did you see what I just almost did there? Boy, oh, El Donzo got all screwed up. Wrong story. Wrong story. I was like, what does that have to do with Title 42? Well, Chinese are coming across the border. All that too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it gives it kind of ties in. Uh, Excuse me. This was uh, MSN. Biden administration braces for potential spike in border crossings ahead of Title 42 termination. For those that don't know what Title 42 is, and they're freaking out about this, the Title 42 expulsions or removals by the U.S. government of persons who have recently been in a country where a communicable disease was present. The extent of authority for contagion-related expulsions is set out by Law 42 U.S.C. 265. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Trump administration used this provision to generally block land entry for many migrants. This practice has been continued by the Biden administration with expansion. In March 2020, the Center for Disease Control under the Trump administration issued a public health order allowing for the rapid expulsion of unauthorized border crossers and asylum seekers, citing COVID-19 concerns. As it is considered an expulsion rather than a deportation, the migrants are not afforded the right to make a case to stay in the U.S. before an immigration judge. So that means they just booted them right out of here, which I thought was pretty good. So let's get into the story a little bit. The Biden admin is taking steps to prepare for the end of a Trump-era order that allows authorities to immediately expel immigrants, a development that is expected to bring a spike in attempted southern border crossings. So what this is going to do, once Title 42 ends, then they don't have that under their belt to go ahead and just push people back over the border. It becomes they have to go through the deportation process again, and people south of the border know this. The White House, along with Mexico on Tuesday, announced new immigration policies aimed at addressing the humanitarian situation caused by unprecedented migration flows at our shared border and in the region. Ahead of the ending next week of Title 42, a measure instituted to curb the spread of the coronavirus across the border. Mexican officials agree to continue to accept migrants from at least four countries who are sent back from the U.S., Today, the United States committed to continue to welcome individuals from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela under our parole process, the White House said in a statement. The agreement came after the Biden admin on Tuesday announced plans to deploy 1,500 active duty service members to the southwestern U.S. border in the coming days, all because Title 42 is ending. Title 42 is put in place by the U.S. government, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So... Who runs to, who runs the U.S. government right now, theoretically? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. So uh, could, 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 couldn't you just talk to the CDC and say, hey, we need to keep this in place or we're going to have a excrement show on our hands? I mean, you would think. They're finally, 750, they're finally sending 1,500 active-duty service members down to the border. That should have been done long ago. Yeah. We got a war going on down there, and it's taken them this long to drag their feet on it? Yeah, I like how they conveniently never mentioned the fact that the Texas shooter was an illegal. They did not. And, you know, this brings up, the, can you pull that up real quick while I'm talking about this? Mm-hmm. The, the Texas shooter, Dees is pulling up the story right now. I guess in his, in his house, 
his house on his land, he claims it was his land, would go out and shoot his AR-15, right? On yeah. his land. First of all, he's illegal. How does he have land? Yeah. How does he have an AR-15? How the hell did this... I haven't seen anybody give any all, answers to this all yet. All good questions. How do, you're illegal. You're not even supposed to be here. Yeah. They call the cops. Why is he not... He's been deported, I think it was five times. Uh, yeah, four or five, something like that. Five times. So real quick to recap until Dees pulls up the story. He was out back there in the middle of the night firing off his gun, his gun, on his land, in his house, right, as want, he says. You want the story of that, the incident? Yeah, because I don't think we've yeah, covered Mexican that. Mexican national we? wanted in deadly Texas shooting. He, he's no longer wanted. They got him. Yeah, they did. Um, they did apprehend him in, in Cleveland, Texas. Uh, the Mexican national wanted in the execution style shooting of five of his neighbors in Texas remained at large for more than twenty four hours, and uh, could be anywhere by now. Well, now they know that he was literally right down the road at, uh, I believe, a friend's house or something hiding. Uh, FBI Houston tweeted Sunday morning that the multi agency search for suspect Francisco. Oropesa, Oropesa, 38, continues. Again, they got him, so that's blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's accused of shooting and killing five neighbors, including an eight-year-old child on the 100 block of Walters Road in Trails End area of Cleveland, Texas. So what happened was he was out shooting. I believe it was the father of the baby came over and said, hey, we're trying to get the baby to go to sleep. Yeah, Capers detailed how the suspect was known to shoot his AR-15 style two two three outside of his home, as evidenced by the number of shell casings in the yard. On the night of the massacre, uh, Oropesa allegedly did so again before midnight, prompting a next-door neighbor to step outside and explain how people were trying to get an infant to bed. Suspect said something along the lines of, it's my property, I'll do what I want. Uh, no, hey, I say it's my property, yeah. I do what I want. That's, uh, sorry. The man went back to the house, next thing you know, he's walking up the driveway with rifle in hand. Sheriff told... KPRC that Oropesa, a Mexican man, was identified through videos showing the suspect going up to the neighbor's door and by and by a Mexican consulate card. Now, the, the, the when they answered the door, the survivor said they saw the gun, but they didn't think in a million years he was going to shoot at him. Ended up finding a couple of the babies underneath a couple women that were trying to protect him. I mean, this guy just snapped, dude. Yeah, ten people were ten people were inside the house. You got to remember they're. I don't know if they're illegals, but usually when they bring the whole family over, they yeah. they pack the house. Yeah. I mean, they they live small and they live confined. So clown car, five of the, five of the victims died, and another five were not physically injured. So everybody they hit died. Well, it's a good thing he wasn't trained and proficient on his firearm. This is the Aldonzo and D show, and we'll be right back on Cities ninety two point nine. the monkeys no we're not we're all donzo and d's i'm el donzo i'm d's and we're coming at you on cities 92.9 the news and talk of bloomington normal and d's is going to kick this one off with a little story about america's favorite first son hunter biden yeah hunter biden had to appear in court uh this week i believe it was what wednesday tuesday or wednesday uh over this whole paternity thing uh if you oh not the uh, tax evasion thing gotcha yeah yeah not yet <clears throat> Um, so yeah, he had to appear in court. Uh, basically it's over a child support issue. As you know, that, uh, it's been proven as DNA fact that he fathered a child with a former dancer stripper 
yeah, who used to work in Washington, D.C. The child is uh, almost four years old now. And what's interesting now is that the judge has ordered that both parents have to appear in person every time. And the attorneys for the mother of the child is basically asking for them to reexamine all of his financial dealings and everything. So Uh this is what kind of sparked this whole thing and the laptop and everything's going to be brought up again. Like this is, this is Hunter's worst nightmare right now is this little podunk um, family court judge in uh, wherever they're at. I don't remember Arkansas. And uh, yeah, they're going to, they're going to dive into all of his, his finances and everything. And he's paying uh, from what I'm reading here, $20,000 a month in child support. And she wants more, but I mean, if, if that's what the laws say, and he has been making millions of dollars, which we're all pretty sure that he has been, whether it be by hook or crook, most likely and probably by crook, um, things could get interesting over the course of the summer because this thing is uh, supposed to be going to trial, uh, I believe in July is what they were shooting for. And then we had the report also that the... Um, Department of Justice was going to make a determination on whether or not they were going to charge anything um, in the coming days is what the way I read it. So, you know, we'll see. One of the things that gets me is aside from the uh, the child support that none of the Bidens have acknowledged this little girl. Yeah. This little girl didn't ask for this. Okay. The, the the Bidens talk about family and family this and family that. You got the first family of the United States. Yep. She they, hangs she hangs all the grandparents' uh, stockings. Grandkids' at stockings. Christmas yep. And, and the egg hunt and everything. Hang her, and, doesn't hang hers up. Doesn't acknowledge it. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Neither does Hunter Biden. You know the first family should have some accountability with something like this. Yeah. Okay. They should get out there. They should be the first ones welcoming her into the family. Look, if he's paying this gal, what did you say? Twenty thousand dollars a month. Yes. You know, why not just, you know, if you're going to be paying $20,000 a month of child support, why don't you have joint custody? Why don't you invite your daughter to see the White House and and meet her grandfather, the president of the United States of America? Yeah. Also uh, brought up in the uh, appearance was that the um, the mother, London, is it London Roberts? Is that? Yes. London Roberts um, is petitioning to change the child's last name to Biden and Guess what? They're they're contesting that. Well, look how many millions and millions of dollars Hunter made off that last name. I mean, it set her yeah. up for success when you no, think I, about I it. I agree. So you know, it, it'll be real interesting to see how this all shakes out and whether or not the Department of Justice uh, files any charges over that. But um, yeah, you know, and and speaking about uh, speaking of that, making money off stuff. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Anthony Blinken, which just always comes to mind when I think of Anthony Blinken. This goes back to the uh, Robin Hood men in tights. Hey, Blinken. Did you say Abe Lincoln? No, I say Abe Lincoln. I said, hey, Blinken. That's right. Hey, Blinken. Uh, I always thought that was funny. Did I get you? Yep. I'm sorry about that. Son of a gun, Deej. You know I love you, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Anthony Blinken. Uh, this is Fox News headline. Secretary of State Blinken denies role in Hunter Biden Russian disinfo letter. Quote, wasn't my idea. 
So we get back to this. Yeah, I believe it was his idea. Uh, real quick before we get in the story, it comes out now that there's a whistleblower out of the 51 people that signed off on this is Russian disinformation, the whole laptop thing, which the FBI had in 2019. In 2020, they warn social media that there's going to be this Russian disinformation operation around a Hunter Biden's laptop. It could be that. It could be something else. Everybody suppresses it. And then Joe Biden uses that in the debates of 2020 with Donald Trump to say, well, 51, 51 former national security guys signed off on that and said that that was Russian disinformation. So that's BS. So this is kind of revolving around this whole conspiracy that they actually knew that, but they did it anyway to throw the election. Now, next time somebody tells you that there was no rigging going on in the 2020 election, this is the most clearest evidence that they rigged it because I think it was... 7% of Democratic voters, or I can't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head, said had they known about this laptop and that it was real, they would not have voted for Biden. Yeah. This was this was uh, election interference. Yeah, and that whistleblower is basically claiming that there is documents that are in possession showing that there was a criminal scheme Correct. between Joe Biden and a foreign national. Correct. Uh, so let's get the meat and titers of this. Oh, the meat and titers. Secretary of State Antony Blinken denied having a hey, Blinken denied having any role in the 2020 letter signed by 51 current and past intelligence officials that aimed to discredit the Hunter Biden laptop as part of a Russian disinformation campaign. It went on. One of the great benefits of this job, Blinken said, is that I don't do politics. Don't get. Don't, I almost couldn't get that out and don't engage in it. But with regard to that letter, I didn't. It wasn't my idea. Didn't ask for it. Didn't solicit it. And I think the testimony that the former deputy director of the CIA, Mike Morrell, put forward confirms that. What did that guy just do there? Wasn't me. He didn't say it wasn't real. He didn't say there wasn't a conspiracy. He said, not my idea. It yep. had nothing to do with this. Just walk on by there. In October 2020, like we said, weeks before the presidential he, election. Go he, ahead. He did the blackjack dealer switch. Yes, he did. He come up. He just showed his hands to the camera and backed away and let the new person come in. Because, yep. And there ain't nothing that, hey, Blinken does. Not that my monkeys, politics. not my circus. That's right. In October 2020, weeks before the presidential election, dozens of ex-national security officials signed onto a letter claiming that Hunter's laptop had, if I ever hear this term again, all the classic earmarks. I'm going to flip my lid. Anyway, signed off that Hunter's laptop had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation, which was a load of BS. The former officials included former CIA director John Brennan, former Obama DNI James Clapper, and former CIA director, then Defense Secretary Leon Panetta, among others. It goes on last month, former CIA Deputy Director Michael Morrell, Morrell tested before the, testified before the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees and revealed that Blinken was the impetus of the public statement signed in October 2020 that implied the laptop belonging to Hunter Biden was disinformation. You know what the worst thing about a stick storm is? Hmm. Everybody gets sticks on them. <laughs> and I think you all know what I'm talking about there. So now you see him going back and blaming each other. This may be, maybe, and Burrow, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers here. This may be one of those things that breaks, that shows a lot of people that this was all BS. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I hope, but... I, we we I've, hope. I, I've paid attention long enough to know that... 
those that uh, are on that side of the fence, I you could literally show video of the crimes being committed, and they will find a way to 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 deny it. I just I I, I just still I don't think anything's ever going to come out of this, especially as long as he's in office. And I mean, well, that's the thing. It would the, take it. It would take a revolution. Yeah. Which, of course, isn't going to happen because 50% of the country is fighting with the other 50% of the country over drag queens on Bud Light cans. Yeah. So we're a little distracted at the moment, not to mention the nuclear war and all that stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be interesting. I hope this, to me, this has already come out. Uh, I hope the American public gets it, and I hope more people see it because we need more numbers to beat these people. Now, speaking of Joe Biden, speaking of the Bidens, uh, Joe Biden on Monday evening hosted a reception celebrating uh, Id Al-Fatir in the East Room. Biden mumbled through his remarks and lost a few battles with his teleprompter. At one point, an audience member told Joe Biden that the first and only Muslim, Muslim federal judge is present at the reception. Joe Biden referred one of the Muslim guests at referred to him as, well, let's just play it for you. Let me pull this up real quick. I thought this is worse than Tucker Carlson, but it's just me. Mm-hmm. You want to come and make a speech? <laughs> Hush up, boy. <laughs> What's Hush your up, name, boy? boy? Hush up, boy. Uh, so, yeah, Joe Biden did that, which I thought was uh, pretty uh, pretty bold. You want to talk about somebody that just didn't get out of the 1950s. But he did see two guys kiss, and his father told him they were in love, and that was okay. Yep. A lot it, of stupidity coming up in a final segment. We can't wait. The C.L. Donzo and D. Show will be right back. This is the Eldonzo and D show, the redheaded stepchild of Cities 92.9. We're coming back at you. Uh, bigger in life and twice as ugly. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we, I want to talk about the Ed Sheeran. We're going we're gonna to kind of drop gears a little bit here. Uh, we like to do that, especially towards the end of the show. Get some funny stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, Ed Sheeran, this is, so first of all, let's just say this right now. He was in a lawsuit with the family members of one of the co-writers for Let's Get It On, the Marvin Gaye hit, mm-hmm. which every Let's Get It On, everybody's familiar with. Uh, just today, he was found not guilty. Not liable. Or not liable, excuse me. But this was a story that I shared on her Facebook page. Ed Sheeran threatens to quit music if he loses copyright trial. He Quote, I find it really insulting to devote my whole life to being a performer and a songwriter and have someone diminish it. Now, we're talking about music. He's got this song called Thinking Out Loud. And they're saying huge that, hit. Huge hit. I've heard it I've heard it like five or six times, and I'm yeah. not into that. It's a kind good of song. Music. Yeah. It, I'm not a not big a bad fan. Song. But, yeah. It's not a bad song. But I never heard Let's Get It On until I heard them side by side. Now, chord progressions. Hold what time out. What? You, you had never heard Let's Get It On? No, 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 no. I had never heard Let's si- Get oh, It On. Side by side. Okay. Yeah, in Thinking Out Loud. I didn't hear thinking out loud and went, oh, well, you know what? That sounds a lot like Let's Get It yeah, On. Yeah, it's so faint. The, the The music in that song is pretty faint. You really got to pay attention. And they are very similar, and it is the same chord progression. I don't necessarily think they're the exact same uh, key or note or however you want to put it. It's it's nowhere near like uh, 
vanilla or ice ice baby oh, and under pressure. That was uh, yeah. that no, was no mine went da 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 da. No, he's, he goes. Yeah. Mine went d d d d d d d, and Queens went d d d d d d d. I can play them right now. They're exact same song. Um, but yeah, while it, I did it today, and you have to really kind of try to hear it. Um, but it is like I said, it's the same beat, same everything. But like he was saying, he was going to quit music and blah blah blah. And what you said is, it's a simple four chord progression. And the simple fact is, the song was made back in the seventies. We're getting to the point now where, like, how Dude, can you not make music there that is, sounds like something else is, out there? There is almost nothing that me or any of my, I'm a musician, that we could write that doesn't at some point sound like something else somebody did. You've only got so many chords and so many ways you can play something. Yeah. You're bound to get something that sounds a little bit like somebody else did it. It's like the whole thing with Led Zeppelin and uh, Stairway to Heaven. The beginning of that sounds like that Taurus tune. Yep. Um, or not Taurus. The name of the song was Taurus. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But they, they ended up winning that. It was so asinine. Uh, you go back to Kiss, Ace Frehley's Shock Me. If you listen to that song and then you listen to uh, Buck Cherry's uh, Lit Up, it's the same. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And they're not suing each other over it no. because they're musicians. They understand it. Okay. What this is is this is surviving family members of the writers of this song wanting to cash in and get more money. Yeah. If my band did a song that sounded like Let's Get It On, they wouldn't come after me because I don't have any money. Yeah. So it's not about principle. Like I said, I could totally see if it was a clear-cut sampling, but it's not. It's just a very similar chord progression, very similar beat. End of, you know. I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan, but, dude, he's right on this. And I could understand, if they're going to sue him for millions of dollars, he might as well hang up his guitar and go... Go, go to serving pizzas or something. At yeah, that point. and and there I've seen people go, oh, Ed, so what? Let him quit. Ed Sheeran sucks. No, no he doesn't. Look, I'm he not doesn't. a fan, but I the agree. man is very, very talented. He's got a hell of a voice. He looks a little goofy, but hey, whatever works, right? I agree. I agree. Okay. All so, right. Hey, I'll, uh, go ahead. Headline I get paid to burp in a bag. And I take requests. Only you come up what? with these stories. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have to dig too hard, but what in the hell is wrong with people? Uh, Rebecca Blue, making money as a gas. <clears throat> as a stripper, big shock, turned influencer, 29-year-old millionaire. Let me say that for you one more time. 29-year-old millionaire has Whoa. crafted enterprising ways to make money, including, but not limited to, selling her toenails, foot skin, Used panties and more. Is this chicken even hot? Uh, well, the picture that the post posted not great, but I could see that. Any hey, any port in a storm, right? There, there's some there's some potential there. You know what we used to say: a uh, uh, five on the streets, a ten in the shop. Yeah, saying. So, so she's turning her belches into big bucks, making a fortune in quote natural gas by selling burps in a bag for a hundred bucks a pop. Look, <clears throat> if you're one of these people that buys this weird crap from these OnlyFans models, influencers, whatever. Get a life. Come on. Get a girlfriend. Pay for a girlfriend. Just be like the rest of us and just go to Pornhub. Like, yeah, or Dex videos. Or you're you're paying a yeah. hundred bucks for a bag of air that you literally There's no get. air in it anymore. How do you know she actually burped it? You know, it's like that. You remember the fart cakes thing? Yeah. Dude, this chick would sit on a cake and pass gas, and like people would Chick's love that. Selling bath water and uh, what's just, wrong with these people? Th just 
I'll, I'll wrap this up. These I'll, I'll wrap this up with this. <clears throat> she posted this on TikTok. Weird things on my menu that she literally bags up, sells to people. Ear cheese, toenails, bath, bathroom trash, foot peels, dandruff, hairbrushes, old socks, vacuum dust, toothbrushes, Q-tips, floss. She's selling them to serial killers is what Something, she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, let's move it on over to Hawaii. A Hawaii tourist had to be rescued after following the GPS directions into a boat harbor. Idiot. Is this where we are as a society? Yes. That you just blindly follow? I read follow? this. I read this. This reminds me of a uh, episode of The Office. Um, Michael, do you ever watch? You didn't watch The Office? Did you? I, I saw bits and pieces. I never watched. Michael, it. Uh, who was um, Steve Carell, uh, not the brightest berry on the bush, but at one point he literally is arguing with Dwight over what the GPS says, and he follows it to the letter and ends up driving into a lake. And that's literally what happened here. A uh, a woman driving a silver Dodge caravan just drove right down the boat ramp into the lake. And, yeah, it just dove right in where they had to tow it out. Holy cow. Unbelievable. Uh, moving on. Former MMA fighters brawl. That's right. Oklahoma golf course. They got into an argument over slow play. Uh, a couple of uh, oh, this. older gentlemen started hollering at these other guys. Turns out those guys were MM, former MMA fighters and turned into a free-for-all right there on the golf course. Uh, I'll let you guess uh, <laughs> who won that. During it wasn't the, Bob Barker, was yeah, it? During the video, someone could be heard yelling, you want to go down too? Stay down. You're going to get effed up. Oh, boy. You know, golf's supposed to be a gentleman's sport. I don't yeah, know what, what the hell is going so on Probably here. there was alcohol involved with that. Uh, you think maybe just a tiny bit, little? <clears throat> and here's my favorite story. As you know, uh, good old King Charles III is getting ready to be uh, coronated here fairly soon, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, coronation, yep. Oh, yeah, two days. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Headline from the New York Post. Giant penis mowed into the lawn at King Charles Coronation Bass Bash site. What? Oh, who the hell did that? It's a knob. It's a big, <laughs> it's a it's a big knob. <clears throat> Story is. I'll have the spotted dick. This may rub royalists the wrong way. Let's see what you did there. <laughs> oh, th this writer is good. <laughs> Cocky pranksters mowed a giant penis. <laughs> Wait, don't choke. Don't choke. <clears throat> Oh, I got to meet the writer of the story. Cocky pranksters <laughs> mowed a giant penis onto the famous grounds of the Royal Crescent in Bath, England, where a major coronation party <laughs> is set to be thrown in just two days. Residents awoke Thursday. <laughs> it gets better. Resi no! Residents awoke Thursday to morning wood with the glaringly <laughs> obvious penis trimmed, trimmed into the lush grass overnight. It's unclear if law enforcement is handling the case. Fancy homes that date to the 18th century from a crescent on this street, which is known around the world for having a perfect lawn. I mean, it still might be. That <laughs> might be a curve in it. There's even a picture. This is awesome. They call that Peroni's uh, disease. Yeah. Fancy. All right. A uh, Georgian-themed grand coronation party is scheduled for Saturday in honor of King Charles III. Coronation at Westminster Abbey in London. And yeah, if, uh, if you got the time... Head on over to the New York Post and check this out. It is a, I mean, it's, who was it? 
the, the kid we talked about, the spy kid last week. It's oh yeah, that yeah, it's that, giving him a run for his money because wow. it is a huge. I wish uh, I had read this. I probably could have contained myself a little bit better. I just can can I can I get one in there real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Indiana councilman who came out as Native American lesbian pushes back on calls to resign. Indiana councilman who was born a Caucasian male and recently came out as a lesbian woman of color pushed back on calls for him to resign. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced he is now identifying as a Native American, given he purports to have select Cherokee ancestors on both sides of his family <laughs> and a lesbian at the same time. He, quote, honored to shatter the glass ceiling and be a vocal partner for the LGBTQIAPC plus 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 community. And for that, a we plus thank trolling. you. <laughs> a this, plus. this has been a great show. El Donzo here. And these, and we will be back next weekend. Saturday, 9 a.m. See ya. Out of here.